Welcome to the Photography Q&A podcast. Hey, how's it going? I'm Andy Jones and this is episode 17 of the Photography Q&A podcast. This week I have a call-in question. Yes, a real one. Really, it is real. Let's play it. Hello. I'm I'm wanting to know what the difference is between a full-frame sensor and a cropped sensor. Thank you. Well, thank you, Charles. That's Charles from Windsor, England. <clears throat> no, really, it was. Anyway, so we're going to do the difference between a crop and a full-frame sensor. So to understand the difference, we need to go way back to when all images were captured on film. The most popular type was the 135 or 35 millimeter film. It was called 35 millimeter film because that's how wide it was, including the little holes that they used to pull the uh, film through the camera. So when the photographer pressed the shutter button on a film camera, the film was exposed to the light coming in through the lens. The light would hit an area of film measuring 36 millimeters by 24 millimeters and capture the image. So when you're using a 50 mil lens on a film camera, the lens gives you a normal field of view, close to what a human sees. But when digital cameras appeared with sensors that were smaller than 36 by 24 millimeters, everything really did change. All the lenses produce a round circular image. The sensor at the back of your camera gets exposed to that circular image and records a rectangular section of it. A full frame sensor measures the same as the film would at 36 by 24 millimeters. So when you're using a 50 mil lens, everything will look normal. But if you are using a smaller sensor, meaning it covers a smaller area, it will capture a smaller rectangle from the middle of that round image. So this is called a crop. It's a cropped image. It's smaller than the full frame image. So when all the digital cameras came out with these smaller sensors, well, smaller compared to the film that was previously used, the lenses now seem to have a narrower field of view and photographers couldn't use them the way they had before. It doesn't seem like much, but it really can throw you a little bit. If you're used to uh, using a 50mm lens and you know what the results are going to be, all of a sudden it seems like you're closer and you're not get. it's just a narrower field of view. So because of this... Um, they came up with a thing called the multiplier because the smaller digital sensors give lenses an hour of field of view. It changes what the lens can capture, obviously. So to work out what your lens will produce, you need to use a multiplier. So certain cameras come with a different multiplier. So if you have a full frame sensor, you don't have a multiplier. It is zero. If you have an APC sized one, like a Canon T7 or a, a Nikon D5300, I think they are. Those are crop sensors. So a Canon's crop size sensor is 22 and a little bit by around 15 millimeters, which is quite a bit smaller than the 36 by 24. Nikon's is 23 and a half by 15 and a half ish, 15.6, I think it is. Like they have a multiplier that goes with it, so you can work out what your lens equivalent is once you use this smaller sensor. So Canon's is 1.6 and Nikon's is 1.5. So a 50mm lens on a Canon APC sensor, cropped sensor, gives it the equivalent field of view of an 80mm lens. So that's 50mm times 1.6 equals 80. 
On a Nikon, the multiplier is 1.5, so a 50mm lens would equal about 75mm. No, not about, it is 75mm. 50 times 1.5 equals 75. So if you shot film many years ago, I can see how this would really stress you out. But if you're just getting into cameras now, you've got nothing else to go off. It's just the way it is, and it shouldn't bother you. You'll get used to it in a few days. It's really not that big a deal. Like if you were shooting every day in the early 2000s and you switched to digital, I understand the trauma you went through. I had film SLRs from around 1980. And when I switched to digital in 2005, it took me about a week to get used to it because I'd still been using my film camera up to that point. But you get used to it. You Once you know what your camera, what your lens does in certain situations, you're fine. But like I say, if you're just starting out, not a problem at all. Another thing to understand with these different size sensors is the size of the image it produces. Now, I was talking with a guy in a camera shop a few years back and he swore blind that every full-sized sensor produces exactly the same size image. And I said, no, it doesn't. And he he swore blind, but anyway, it doesn't. Because you've got to take into consideration the megapixels because all these things add together. It's, It's data that is put into a file. That's all it is, is a data file. So I'll give you an example. A crop censored Canon T7 is 24 megapixels. The largest raw images it produces are 6,000 by 4,000 and they are 30 megabytes in size. The Canon 5D Mark IV is 30 megapixels and this is a full frame image. The largest raw images it produces are 6,720 by 4480. And it works out at 87 megabytes per file, which is quite big. So compare it with another full frame camera, the Sony Alpha 7R 4, which is a huge 61 megapixel camera. Its largest raw images produce a whopping 9,504 pixels by 6,336 pixels. And the image file that it pops out is 117 megabytes. This is a massive file. That too is full frame and so is the Canon 5D. And the difference is, well, the Canon 5D is two thirds the size of the Sony one because it's got double the amount of megapixels and it just pumps out these huge files. It's just data that's in there. So the big plus size of using a full frame camera and especially one with large megapixels, is if you're offering large wall art to your customers, you want the biggest file sizes to start with because it'll allow you to crop until your heart is content and you can still have a large enough picture, a huge picture still for printing. So it allows a little bit more creativity. I'm not saying go out and spend, I don't know how much they are, I think probably about $4,500 for a camera body, but you want to get as much as you can for your money. So if you're going to go full frame, you do get a larger image, but not that much larger. Like the 5D Mark IV is on its largest size is 6,720 and the 7T7 Canon is 6,000. So it's not that far off as far as that goes. It's still a good size image. Just when you get into those super megapixels, like 61 megapixels gives you a huge image. You, You can do anything with that. Absolutely anything. Now, if you're new to photography, don't get too hung up about full frame sensors. Cameras with crop sensors are incredible. If you want a wider field of view than your 50mm lens gives you, you could buy a 35mm lens or even 
take a couple of steps back and try and fit people in just to save yourself some money. Like I always tell my daughter, you zoom with your feet. If you end up shooting sports or wildlife, you might prefer to use a crop sensor. I used to shoot dog agility using a, a crop sensor Canon bodies with a 1.6 multiplier. My lens that I used was a 70 to 200 2.8, which I love and I use whenever possible. The crop sensor made it an equivalent of 112 to 320 millimeters. Later, when I changed to Canon 1D Mark IV bodies, they had a multiplier of 1.3 because the sensor was different. It was an APS-H sensor. The different multiplier made the lens that appeared to be 320mm. It cut it down to 260, which was fine, but it freaked me out a little bit at the time. It made me feel like I had less reach, but it was just capturing a larger rectangle of the light available. It was just different. It almost made me want to go back to the older camera bodies that I had. I didn't. I got used to it, just tried to sit a little bit closer or kneel a bit closer wherever I was. All of the cameras available today are incredible. Entry-level bodies have things on them that weren't even available on professional, high-end professional bodies 15 years ago. So don't waste your brain cells about the sensor size. Don't worry about it. They all work incredibly well. Spend more time buying good quality lenses. If you shoot portraits, get yourself a 85mm 1.8 before buying a camera, without a doubt. The different camera body is not really going to change it, change your photography that much. Yeah, it might have a better autofocus, but you've got by this this long with that camera body. As soon as you put on a professional quality lens, you move up from a 50 to an 85 1.8 for portraits, you'll see a big difference in that alone. Collect lenses before you change the body. That's my that's my little thing for today. All right, so that's the crop frame compared with a full frame. In an ideal world, if I had the money right now, I would go out and buy the Sony 61 megapixel one. It looks like an incredible camera. But then again, I'd have to go out and buy all the lenses to go with it. And I'd be in for about $15,000 before I'd finished. So I'm not going to be doing that. So don't stress too much. Use what you've got. Try and improve your lenses first and then move to a full frame once you've got your lenses. All right, that's it. I hope it made sense. It doesn't always make sense when I'm saying it, but yeah, so if you want to leave a message like Charles from Windsor, England did, there's a link in the show notes. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.